Welcome to the Move With Tank podcast with your host, Dr. Michael Tancini. He is a doctor of physical therapy, owner of Ground to Overhead Physical Therapy, a strength and conditioning coach, former college athlete, four-time CrossFit regional athlete, and a national-level Olympic weightlifter. On the show, he will cover ways for active individuals and athletes, just like you, to stay healthy and improve their performance without the need of surgery, injections, and pain medication. If you ever have any questions for Dr. Tansini, which you would like answered, send over an email or message through Instagram at drtank underscore dpt. So without further ado, here's your host, Dr. Tank. Okay, guys, uh, this is Dr. Michael Tansini with the Move With Tank podcast, and uh Happy Tuesday. Um, hope everyone's doing great and uh, hanging in there with COVID-19. Um, today on the show, I've got a really special guest with me, Holly Tabor of CrossFit Coordinate. Uh, I've known Holly and her husband, Philip uh, now since about 2012, um, back in uh, one of their early ventures. Uh, I'm going to dive into that see if Holly can uh, talk about that a little bit. Um, but uh, awesome, Holly. Uh, you know, no one can introduce you better better than you. And uh, how's it going today? It's going really great. Um, it's Tuesday. It's sunny. It's not raining. It's not supposed to rain. And it looks like it's going to be a warm day. So I can't ask for anything more than that when you've been cooped up inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. So, um, Holly, is there any way uh, – uh, you know, a lot of people in the area know who who you are, but for everyone who uh, doesn't know you, um, can you uh, just tell people about who, who Holly is? And uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, my name is Holly Tabor, and I am the owner of CrossFit Coordinate and Built Fitness and Nutrition. Um I guess the easiest way to describe like who I am in relation to that is I'm somebody who's really passionate about helping other people. Um, I'm a registered nurse and I worked in the ER for 14 years while doing fitness endeavors on the side. And about two and a half years ago, decided to just kind of dive into this full time. Still keep my nursing license active, but um, I've just been pursuing this aspect of my life um, since then because I want to help people. And I think that kind of goes into that altruistic um, mentality that nurses have too, why a lot of people become nurses. Um, I CrossFit saved my life um, in 2011 when I started. I had an eating disorder for the majority of my life, and it got like the worst it ever was through my pregnancy. I had my daughter in 2011, um, was doing a million things. So I was doing CrossFit, uh, teaching spin classes, teaching some other group fitness classes, and um, had an, an infant at home, a newborn infant, and I was trying to do CrossFit, and I was like not fueling myself properly. And um, I really loved CrossFit. I like really loved my daughter, and I loved being a new mom, but like I really loved CrossFit. And it were, there was something about – um, just feeling so depleted and terrible after workouts. And it wasn't that that I loved. That's what I hated. Um, but that's what saved me um, from my eating disorder. So that's really how I got like, fell in love with CrossFit is because um, I had an amazing mentor, amazing coach, owner of the gym that I was attending, who was so performance based. And he didn't put an emphasis on aesthetics or didn't put an emphasis on like what you looked like. He really put an emphasis on like how you moved and how you felt when you moved and whether that just was how you felt when you moved, just not being in physical pain, moving really well, hitting PRs or how you felt emotionally. And I really connected with that. And um, fast forward now, um, as a gym owner coming up on six years, um, that's something that my husband and I, Philip, have really placed an emphasis on in our gym. I do think that's why like, I'm so passionate about CrossFit. Um, and over the years, I've learned that CrossFit is a philosophy and a methodology. It's not an actual thing. Um, I don't, it's not a movement. It's not a pairing of movements together. It's not a building. Um, 
it's a philosophy and, um, it completely changed my life. And like, we've been able to experience it changing other people's lives as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I know that was a lot. That was a lot. <laughs> All right, that's awesome. You know, started this show. Um, guys, uh, like, like how we mentioned, uh, I, or she, she's been around, uh, CrossFit now since 2011. Um, I met her in 2012. Uh, uh, she also met, met my wife back in the day before she was my wife. Uh, Audrey taught a pull-up clinic, uh, you went to, um, yeah. back in. I got my first ever strict pull-ups at her, at the clinic. Nice. Nice. Uh, that's awesome. And, and that was back in 2000, was that 11 or 12? I think it was, oh, it must have been like early 2012, late 2011. Yeah. So nice. Yeah, yeah. That's when she yeah. was at CrossFit local. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was so pumped for that too. I mean, I remember like, man, like what's the, what's this pull-up clinic about? Like, what is a pull-up clinic? Like, how do you just go and learn how to do pull-ups? And <laughs> <laughs> I was like so excited. I thought I was like with celebrities or something when we were there because there was a couple other athletes like Shauna at the time. It was, um, I can't remember what her last name was. It's not our last name anymore, but she was the owner of CrossFit uh, Greensboro. And um, oh, she had, uh, maybe it wasn't Greensboro. Great. No, Shauna, Shauna was, it was her first name. And I want to say like now she goes by Shauna Castine or something like that, but she was there at that clinic as well. And there was a couple other people who at local that were, um, gymnasts. And like, I was so excited to like learn from gymnasts. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, that's awesome. So, um, now at, at that point in time, I, where did you live at? Were you like in the triangle or like, I know Philip was over near Clayton, like where? Yeah. Yeah. So. So 2011, um, 2012, up until actually, I think it was 2015, we lived in Garner. Um, I attended CrossFit um, Clayton, which was in Clayton. And I lived really close, like on the Garner-Clayton border. So it was only about 15, 12, 15 minutes. Um, side note, I was really into fitness, um, but just different ways of fitness. And I say I was into fitness, but I wasn't actually into fitness. Like I was into trying to be like super small. Um, so to me, like it was like whatever means was going to get me there. And I had just finished, I think it was P90X or something like that. And I was like really into it. And, um, a high school friend of mine who I hadn't seen and, I have no idea, at least 10 years, uh, sent me a private message on uh, Facebook and said, hey, I go to this gym in downtown Clayton, and it's probably not your thing, but I think that you'll like it. Uh, you might not like this space. We don't have heat. Um, it's, not, it's not really clean. And it wasn't that it wasn't clean. It was just in a warehouse. Um, so, you know, just like standard CrossFit gym. Um, we don't use dumbbells or like free weights, um, and there's like no cardio equipment, but I really think that you'll like the challenge of it. Um, the only catch is you have to come at 6am and I was like, what? This girl's crazy. I haven't talked to her in like 10 years. She just set me up for like a horrible experience in my mind. And then I went and I did the workout and I was like, oh my gosh, like this is amazing. It was like the greatest thing of my life. And I'll never forget. It was like toast to bar. Um, um, some form of jump roping. I, I know I couldn't do double unders, so I can't remember if I was doing single unders or what I was doing. Um, but I do remember going back to my house for the first time. I had torn my hands, which was crazy. I've never done anything like that in my life. And I had whip marks on my arm. And my mother-in-law had my daughter, who was like six months old. And she was like, why would you go do something like that? Like, why do, why are you saying this is awesome? Like, that's, that you look terrible. Why would you do that? <laughs> I just love the way that it made me feel when I did it. Yeah. And, um, so, and then next part of the story, you, uh, joined, I'm guessing over at Clayton. I did. Uh, yeah. Immediately. You guys still uh, talk with Matt, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's actually, we, we own, um, or we're part our owners in a 24 seven, um, gym network. And, um, Matt's also part of that network, which is really cool. 
That's awesome. Yeah, um, Matt's a Matt's a great dude. Uh, awesome. I met Matt the same time I met Philip, and uh, I met him and Jared. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, and then then from what I hear, Jared still trains there every now and then. He has the he has the little one at home. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, the last time I was out there, um, went out in two thousand seventeen, and I went went and did a did a clinic for him out there. I don't so. know. So the last time that we went, we were actually, we had borrowed some sandbags for a competition and we were dropping the sandbags back off. And it was so cool to see the space um, because what now is like their entryway, like front space is, was their entire gym space when I first started oh, really? there. Oh yeah. It was so tiny. Um, they've expanded both directions. So there's like now 10,000 square feet out to one side, which they had that. But when I left, open hour gym um but and then another space um which is where like they do yoga i think they have a massage therapist that uses that side but it was just cool to walk in um to like the cinder block walls walk up the stairs and just be in that teeny teeny i mean it was so tiny my gym isn't very big um but my gym makes that space look like my gym huge yeah. um compared to how tiny that space was so it, it was just kind of cool to like relish in that moment for him and like see how much he's grown um because, man, man, he, like, poured so much into me, um, so, so much knowledge um, and just, like, compassion. And, I mean, I really attribute a lot of the reasons why I do the things that I do with my own athletes and people in my own gym because of things that, you know, I learned from Matt along the way. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Um, <clears throat> one of the coolest parts uh, that I think about uh, of just everything that uh, you just said is, um, you know, often business owners, uh, and people in general can get into like this scarcity mindset, mm -hmm. like, uh, just kind of like trying to draw everything in close and shutting other people out. And, um, I, I think it says a lot about you and Philip, uh, you know, with the, the abundance mindset that, uh, uh, you guys have and, you know, being able to, you know, own a gym, but still be super good friends with, someone just across town and you know yeah. and, and continue to learn from them and uh continue to talk to them and um you know like i that that, that says massive things about uh, you and you and philip and uh and, and from what i've seen is very indicative of like how uh, you guys run your gym it's it's an it's, it's an amazing place you know and like you guys are constantly trying to give 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 and uh provide your members with uh the best experience possible and and like you walk in there and it's like family and and like mm -hmm. this is coming from someone who uh just uh for, for those who don't know like i actually have a space in, inside of holly's gym um and uh just you know like when i walk in there like i feel like i'm part of the family you know that's so from, cool i love that first to you and philip and uh so uh anyone listening to this like know that uh it's a place you will absolutely love uh, when you when you go try. And so, with our gym name, um, it's so my business partner and I, who's who was one of my best friends. We're still we're still friends, but like we're not as close as we were. Um, just life, um, we've kind of grown apart. But he, anyway, when we him and I started CrossFit Coordinate, we started it together in 2014, um, I have this compass tattoo like on the inside of my arm and we were like obsessed with it. And we were like, we have to do something with a compass. Like how, and every thing associated with maps, compasses that we could think of, like were taken um, for, by CrossFit uh, other gyms. So we, CrossFit HQ wouldn't approve any of those names. God, I think we went through like more than 30 names and got denied every single time. And, um, I looked at Tyler and I was like, Hey, I just want a place where community and fitness intersect. Like what is something like, what is something that we can come up with that can go along with where community and fitness intersect? And he was like, what about a coordinate on a map? Like, isn't that a place where like a place, like where points intersect? And so you know, our name gets mispronounced all the time and people will say coordinate and they think like working together, but like it all does fit together. Um, but that was like the backstory on our name is like where community and fitness intersect. And like, that's a place that we've always 
tried to um, grow our gym from. We've never tried to grow our gym from a place of poaching athletes from other gyms or picking and choosing people as they come in based off the skills and abilities that they have. If anything, I would say that we are like, we're receptive to everybody that comes in, but like, it, there's nothing more exciting to me than somebody who's like, what's this CrossFit thing? Like, I've never heard of CrossFit before. I just saw your sign outside or, um, I've never run, you know, a hundred meters in my entire life, let alone a mile. Like, you know, those are like the transformative people that you like love to see walk in your doors. Um, or somebody coming in that's like completely broken going through a divorce and they're like, I just need to do something different with my life. And they wind up there because they just want to do something different. Um, you know, being able to support members through like deaths of spouses, which has happened unfortunately quite a few times, um, even very recently during COVID, um, since we've been sheltered in place, we had a, a member lose her husband um, but it's just like, for us, that's what it's always been about is we, we totally 100% care about people's fitness. Um, but I think that fitness is so much more than like how you look, um, and, and even how, so much more than how you feel. Um, what we've also wanted it to be a place that people look forward to coming to because they want to be around the people that they're with. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah. the same environment. Yeah, definitely. That's, that's amazing. Um, so uh, now, Holly, how how did you go from uh, being being a nurse yeah. to owning your gym? Um, so I've been, like I said, I've been into fitness, whether the reasons were um, great reasons or not. For I mean, it's been almost twenty years now, and it always had been a pretty big part of my life. And um, I was doing personal training, like I did personal training through college when I was in nursing school. And, um, I really loved it. I actually, we, Philip and I went to college in Springfield, Missouri, and there was this really old school gym in downtown Springfield and called Check Us Out. And he was a guy from the Czech Republic. So Czech was spelled just like the Czech Republic. His name was Pavel. He was this big giant bodybuilder with a super thick, uh, Czech accent. And, um, I actually had gotten in a really bad car accident and had injured my shoulder and I was actually going through some rehab. Um, he was offering something different than a lot of um, the sports physical therapists were offering um, in the area that I was in. Um, and I had the opportunity to work with him and I just completely fell in love with like personal training during that time frame. But I knew that I really wanted to be a nurse and I didn't see how I could like blend those two things together. So I was doing some personal training on the side and working in the hospital and um, fast forward, moving back to North Carolina, I wound up at Matt's gym as an athlete and about a year after doing CrossFit, um, I was like, I really want to like coach CrossFit. So I got my level one certification. I was doing coaching. And I also, at that time, converted my garage into a studio. So I was doing personal training um, through my garage and running, like, uh, sports performance clinics for um, soccer and more, like, geared towards, like, high school students, middle school students. And it was really taking off. Like, it was really, really, I mean, really going fast. Wound up opening our gym. And, um, I just couldn't handle it all. I couldn't, I mean, just being totally honest. I mean, I had a pretty young baby girl at home and, uh, Philip was traveling with work. I was completely making my nursing schedule in the ER around both my business partner, who was a firefighter and Philip's travel schedule. So I was like literally burning the candle at both ends. I mean, some days I was working three o'clock in the morning till three o'clock in the afternoon. Some days I was working 7 p.m. to 7 a.m., um, just really absurd hours. And then on my off days, I was at the gym, working at the gym. And I looked at Philip one day and I'm like, we can make this work. It's not about money. Like if it's about money, then we can cut back on some things. And worst case scenario is we fail really hard at this and I still will have a job at the, at the very end of it. Um, and I'll go back to nursing, but 
like, if we don't take this risk and we don't take this chance, then how will we ever know? And I don't want to spend forever, like, wondering what if we, like, would have done this. Yeah. We were approached by somebody. Um, so it was kind of one of those, like, without getting, like, religious or, like, too faith-based. My faith is really important to me, so that guides a lot of the decisions that I make. Um, I really do feel like it was a God thing because somebody who owned a gym in Apex wanted to sell their gym. And we didn't seek it out. Like we had not told a soul. We, Philip Tyler and myself had not told anybody that we were looking to open a gym. We were actively looking at spaces. We had looked in Garner and two different places. Uh, we looked at a space in Raleigh, um, kind of where like Garner and Raleigh meet off of yeah. like in the Tryon area. And we were away for the weekend. Our phone rang and it was like in August of 2014. And it was Andrea, the previous owner of the space that we're in, which was CrossFit APX. And she said, hey, um, this is a really long shot, but uh, I want to sell my gym and I'm being picky about who I want to sell it to. And I was wondering if you guys were interested in buying a CrossFit gym. So that's how we wound up there. That's awesome. So, yeah. so uh, was it like an instant? Yes, or was it like one of those things like, oh, let me talk it over with Philip and uh, Tyler and, uh, you know, should we do this, should we not do it, or, so, yeah. Um, so, this, uh, this is kind of messy, so I don't want to go too far into this. Um, let's just say that it was not an instant yes, and there was a lot of legal things involved. Um, there was a lot of there was a lot of, should we still do this? Even though we knew what we were getting ourselves into to a certain extent. Um, but we just had like this overwhelming sense of like, yes, do it. Um, when we first purchased the gym, we thought we were buying a gym that like outside of the equipment, but we thought we were also um, obtaining a membership of over a hundred members. And turned out, like, whenever we purchased the gym, there was actually less than 40 paying members. Um, so we kind of had, like, an oh, crap moment <laughs> when it was all said and done. Um, but with that being said, I feel like it was, like, the biggest blessing in disguise because, A, we were in an established location. And at the time, there wasn't anything really close to where we, were, where we currently are. And we're in a great location in terms of – um, residential neighborhoods, um, and also, uh, exposure because of the amount of traffic driving by in different directions. Um, but then it allowed us to really like build something for ourselves. And in the process of doing that, we've had the opportunity to really work with the community in so many different ways that like, I don't feel like we would have had that opportunity in other places. Um, yeah. and for us, like that's been huge. So yeah, 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 definitely. I re I remember uh, back when it was CrossFit a APX. Yeah. I remember. Uh, I remember when they sold it. Uh, um, I I knew you guys bought it. Um, but uh, see that. I I remember I would like drive, drive past. I, I want to say down like ten ten road, as like I would. Um, so Audrey at one point lived actually. If you take ten ten road, uh out the Kildare Farms. Uh, there's oh, like yeah. a complex right there on the corner. Yep. Um, uh, she, she lived there at uh, one point in time. And uh, so, so like, we, we'd always drive past. And, and this is when I was living down in um, uh, Fuquay, Verena. Uh -huh. um, and uh, so, yeah, and, and, and I remember seeing the change and going through it. And uh, I remember uh, when I was looking to get a place uh, for in Cary, um, I, I was like, yeah, yeah, you guys were the first people I, I thought of. I was like, you know, like, let me, let me see if Philip and Holly have a space in their gym. And then luckily you guys did. Yeah. And I mean, which we didn't have, um, yeah. always like that was a more, a newer venture for us expanding over into that side. And there was a business that was there when we purchased the, our space or when we began renting our space. There was another business, which was like a dog grooming, dog boarding place next door. And, you know, we had 
casually toyed around with the idea and tossed it around and like just kind of like you always like have a bigger vision I think for yourself than like what you're able to start with sometimes and um you have kind of like a big picture mentality about everything and so we always had like the vision of built fitness and nutrition like what that looked like how we would be able to tie that into crossfit coordinate uh, we just weren't really sure like when that was going to play out how it was going to play out um, but we knew that we needed more space but not necessarily for crossfit um, but for other ways that we could um, I don't want to say give because it's not give, <laughs> but other ways that we could impact the community and other ways that we could directly impact our membership um, outside of just more CrossFit classes or um, just more Olympic weightlifting or, you know, just, just, just what, what people like perceive CrossFit to be or what CrossFit is. Um, and we wanted to offer um, something else to our members where they could um, really work on like deficits and really work on, um, you know, accessory work and things to help improve stability and just overall like function, as well as get people into the gym that maybe couldn't, for whatever reason, we, re we really do believe that anybody can do CrossFit, but I don't necessarily believe that CrossFit group classes are right for everybody in the beginning. I think sometimes there does need to be a little bit of individual one-on-one -on -one attention, um, just not from just an evaluation standpoint from me as a coach, but for them to get them accustomed to moving, um, having them move with quality movement patterns before you throw them into a group setting um, where as much as I would love to say that everybody gets one-on-one -on -one attention, we know that it can't occur no matter how small your class size is. Anytime you have more than one person um, who's getting attention shared with one coach, um, that dwindles a little bit. Yeah. And, um, that's kind of what that space became. And then we, you know, we have like, like these, we have a couple extra rooms over there. And for us, we had always envisioned having either like a physical therapist or chiropractor or somebody who would not only be able to have a space for themselves, but would also help enhance um, what our members were receiving. Um, sorry, I just got super close to that screen. <laughs> um, enhance what, what our members would be getting because, you know, quality movement, like, is really, really important to us. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and it, and it shows. It, it definitely it definitely shows. And I know uh, you and I have had uh, many, many talks. And yeah. about, uh, me, me, me and Philip have, um, you know, just ways. Which, uh, you know, we can work together to uh, make sure people in your gym are moving correctly. And uh, you guys do an awesome job at it. Uh, and, uh, you know, keep everyone healthy and fit because the ultimate goal is, you know, like working together on that team to, uh, just like you said, like help people develop themselves uh, and, and improve themselves across the board. You know, I think there's been, um, and this is not a knock on CrossFit at all, um, but I do think that over the years as CrossFit has evolved and become a sport, which is what happens with anything when it gets bigger, um, I think like the true philosophy of CrossFit and like the true meaning of CrossFit, um, so, some people, not all people, but I think that some people um, lost sight of, um, I don't think uh, Glassman or the people that he has working for him really ever lost that. I think, in, in fact, you know, with the big recent pushes and getting back to the basics, you know, he yeah. got so much criticism from that. Um, but I think, you know, I think that when you really understand what CrossFit is and what CrossFit is about, um, providing that type of environment is like so important for people. And I think they're going to benefit so much more in the long run from it. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Um, so, so Holly, uh, what's your personal mission? So like, so, you know, as a, uh, as a business owner, like, uh, we all have our own kind of like, you know, individual missions and, and, and what we're trying to, to accomplish. And often that carries over into uh, our business, right? Because we use our business as the way to, uh, as the avenue to kind of live out that mission. 
So, so what's your, what's your personal mission? Um, I, I would say that this is, I've never been asked like a personal mission before. Um, I really think that habits, um, really sound habits are important. I think consistency, which also goes back to habits is super important. Um, self-confidence and, um, outside of any form of physical ability outside of anything, just those, I think those three, three things are huge. And, to be able to empower people to discover those things or find a way that they can put those things in their life. Um, I would say are, are probably like my biggest mission. Um, cause it impacts everything. It impacts mental health, it impacts relationships, it impacts physical health and helping people kind of uncover those, those aspects of their lives, I think not only impacts them, but will impact other people to come, whether it's their children, their spouses, family members. Um, I, I think that we have, as a nurse, I saw for so many years, so many chronic illnesses and so many disease processes that stemmed from lack of education, lack of knowledge, lack of resources. And maybe they had the education or they had the knowledge, but they didn't know how to implement it. And um, I just saw how that disease process impacted the human body and made things just progressively get worse. And then multiple co comorbidities develop and everything was defensive, like take this medication, do this, have this procedure when so much of it was lifestyle related. And if they just had somebody or a process of some sort that they could be empowered to apply themselves without somebody saying, just do this, but figuring out how to do it and how to do it forever and make it sustainable and consistent. Um, I feel like, like that's what's needed. And for, so for me, that's where my passion is um, with just health and fitness in general. And also, just even from a nursing standpoint, I think that um, it, it ties back to that. So if we can eliminate, if we can help somebody figure out how to make lifestyle and habit changes, and then ultimately they wind up coming off of um, metformin or being able to come off of blood pressure medication, um, then man, that's awesome. Like, <laughs> then yeah. I would say that that's like, that's like the best thing ever, you know, getting an email from somebody saying like, Hey, like I'm, my thyroid medication is at like the lowest dose it's ever been in my entire life, or I'm no longer taking, um, X, Y, and Z blood pressure medications. I'm just down to like this particular blood pressure medication, or my liver enzymes were normal for the very first time in six years, you know, things like that are just like, ah, oh, like we're doing it. Like this is yeah. happening. You know, you're doing it because you're actually doing it. The person, um, the client, um, is doing it through application, but like, it's so cool to be able to be a part of that, um, and help people develop those habits. And I don't want to say skills cause it's not a skill, but be able to be consistent in implementing those habits. So it's actually impacting their day-to-day -day life. That was a really long answer for that, but, uh, and not really direct. So I apologize. Awesome. <laughs> I don't know how to really put it in words other than that. That Holly, that was awesome. That, that <laughs> crystal clear and I can resonate with that on so many different levels. Like, uh, you know, um, me, like I'm a, I'm a PT, right? So, so I'm a, I run a PT practice, uh, but I'm a strength coach. And, and, and the reason why I operate in the model that I do of what this blend of strength training and performance training with PT is because people don't get hurt for any, any single reason, right. you know? And like, you can, you can keep on just going to get quick band-aids of, mm -hmm. oh, put this band-aid on, you know, take these pills, you know, get this shot, uh, get this surgery. And, uh, you know, uh, when you need to go back to not moving at all, you're going to need another one. And it's like, it's like, no, like we, we can avoid all that if we just fix that root cause. And then if yeah. we can fix the root cause, like the person has the tools that they need, they have the skills that they need to ultimately uh, live the best life they can possibly live. And just like you said, like then once they realize like how empowered they are and how, uh, how much their life has changed for the better, 
they can take that and then help other people f find that same path. Right. And, oh, uh, absolutely. And, and, and like, like everything you just said is, is like the same concepts of what I do in my practice. Uh, just, uh, you know, kind of like on, I'm not gonna say different sides of the ball, but like we're, we're in neighboring, uh, overlapping areas. Right. So like, yeah. you, you came more from like the RN side of like being more of a, um, you know, taking, taking care of patients in the hospital setting and giving medications and changing IVs and, uh, doing everything a nurse does. I have so much on my nurses. Uh, my, my, my sister's a nurse. Um, and, uh, like, you know, like you guys as nurses don't get half the credit that you guys deserve. Um, you know, the, you know, especially the, you know, the nurses working, you know, you guys work hard as anything in those, you know, in your job. And, um, so, but, but you, you, you saw all these problems that were essentially, uh, could, could be fixed and like could be prevented in the first place and then your use your strength coach side of things and you're uh being being an athlete and a coach and a teacher as to to be the guiding arrow to help not just that one person in front of you but help 100 people in your gym yeah i mean i remember working in the er um i would pick especially before i had my daughter I'd pick up every holiday possible because of the extra income that I could make um, working night shift on a holiday. Um, you would get like night shift pay plus time and a half, which was holiday pay. And there was always like a, a running joke. And it's like so sad to look back on that. Like people joked around about this, but oh, all the diabetics are going to come in today. Uh, or like guessing blood sugar numbers on patients that would check in um, with a complaint of like high blood sugar. And because they, didn't have self-control on holidays. And like, I think there's just such a misconception with people like that they want to be that way or that they're okay being overweight or they're okay just being on medications. And I believe a hundred percent in my heart that the vast majority of people just don't know what to do. Yeah. Um, they just, it, it's not that they want to stay that way. It's that they've been that way for so long, or they've been going down that road for so long. They don't know how to find their way out. And there's so much information out there and there are a million different ways that work. And that's the thing. It's, it's not a one size fits all approach at all. Um, but I think that there's just so much information that it's so overwhelming that they you get stuck with that knowledge trap. Like you get stuck in the knowledge trap. Like you have so much knowledge and have so much information. You just don't know how to apply it. Um, and that kind of goes back into like habits and like the mental aspect of things. I think that, I think that people want to change, but I think that they don't believe that they can change. And I don't think that they, they truly ever see themselves changing. And so because they don't ever see themselves differently, they, they can't ever change because they always see themselves the same way. Yes. Um, and I know, and I know that's like, it's not hokey, but I know that gets like really far into it and is well outside of like, you know, uh, signing up for a CrossFit class and coming in and flinging around a barbell and doing some, um, kipping pull-ups and some handstand push-ups. But I really think for so many people, like it is so much more than that. Um, I think that those things, when you get healthier and you're able to move better, um, those are byproducts and fun things that you get to do along the way um, that just make your fitness more fun. Um, it doesn't make you like, it just makes fitness more fun, I guess. Yeah. And, and uh, you, you know, you, you hit the kind of the nail on the head there. Like um, no one comes to a CrossFit class because they want to feel like crap. Right. Right. So, right. so like no one's like, yeah, I'm, you know, well, there's a very small amount of people that, that, that might do this, but they're like, yeah, like I'm going to go do the hardest workout I've ever done. I'm going to be trashed or, or not. Sorry. That's a, that's a bad word. I'm going to be extremely tired. Uh, I'm going to lay down on the ground after I'm going to be in a pool of sweat. Um, and that's why I'm paying for this. And, but, in but you know, there is a handful of people. There are people who think that that is what it is and that's what it's about. Exactly. Um, and that's kind of also part of our mission is like to help people understand it doesn't have to be like that. 
um, that you actually shouldn't feel that way. Um, uh, and that a hard work doesn't equate like not physically being able to lift your arm above your head the next day to brush your hair. Like that's not a good workout. Like that doesn't mean you got a good workout. It doesn't mean doing four Metcons a day that are, you know, 45 minutes long. Like a nine minute Metcon is sufficient if you put forth the effort and intensity within that. And if you move well and you don't injure yourself, um, as you move all through it, like that's a, that's a huge thing for us. Um, I mean that, you know, that you said that I'm glad you you pointed that out because for us, that's, that's really huge. And if, even if it doesn't impact somebody directly in our CrossFit community, which thankfully we're lucky that it has, um, just putting that out there for anybody else who's listening or toying around with the idea or maybe even afraid of trying CrossFit or getting into that space because that's what they think it's about. It's not, it is not about that. That is not health. Um, you know, gosh, I could like, that's a, I could do a whole like another podcast with you on that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, one of those things that it's like, uh, you know, people think like, Oh, I'm going to just join a CrossFit gym. I'm going to go in, uh, they're going to kill me. Why the heck would I want to do that? But in my reality, like CrossFit is just a brand, right? So like functional fitness and just using your body the way it's meant to be used is, is what the human was meant to do. Yeah, and, exactly. And, and, and if you can go in there and like have smart programming, good, good coaching, be able to essentially, um, uh, be uh, I'm a consistent, a sustain this training over time, right? All these other changes along with it, like that's gonna get you to the real reason why you're there, right? Like, like you're at the gym because you want to be more functional in life. Maybe uh, you want to have friends around you. Maybe uh, you need a, a larger or a better social circle. Uh, maybe. Uh, it's a way for, you know, your, your, you and your wife to really connect, or maybe it's, uh, you're using this CrossFit class as an avenue to teach your kids how to be active and how to live a healthy life. And, um, you know, uh, maybe just makes you feel better so that, uh, you're a better human being around your family. Like, 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 like they're the, they're the real reasons why, like, <laughs> Um, and, uh, you know, in, in, in a gym like yourself, like, like an owner like yourself who, who sees that and who's able to then, you know, uh, tailor their community and tailor their gym uh, in their programming, and coaching, and the atmosphere around those aspects, um, I think says a lot for the kind of um, results that you guys get that, that you work with. Yeah, I mean, I think I think some of my own past experiences um, in for myself personally, and like the way that I felt and I thought that fitness was supposed to be, I think have helped shape that because over time for me, it's been a learning process and understanding and, and uncovering that like, hey, like you don't have to do that, like yeah. you don't have to feel that way. Um, this doesn't mean that you're healthy, or you may look a certain way, but that doesn't equal health. Um, and, you know, also, like I said, I, I can't ever say anything about my methodology and philosophy if, without acknowledging Matt Temesey because he just played such a big, big part in that. Um, I, you know, even just from a, his, he really is passionate about strength training and different methods of strength training. And for me, um, I learned so much of that from him and like incorporating that into how our athletes train because you know, strength is like the foundation of injury prevention and so many of the things that we do. So for us, that's a huge part of our program. Um, but for, yeah, I mean, no doubt, like I could never, I would never, I would never do a workout or write a workout for my athletes that I wouldn't do myself personally. And I've definitely made it clear, like what my own like opinion is on that. And it's not like, it's not doing four Metcons a day. And I don't have to program a 30 minute Metcon for them to get a great workout. Um, and that doesn't mean anything at the end of the day, even if they did get a great 30 minute workout and I'm not saying 30 minute workouts are bad, but it doesn't mean anything if like being able to continue to train that way isn't sustainable. Um, and so for us, sustainability is huge. Progress is huge. 
Um, and if you're not progressing, then I feel like we're failing. Um, and so if that means having to take an extra rest day, because the days that you were there and the days that you were at the gym, like you really did go, like you gave what you had that particular day and you like achieved the goal for that particular workout. Um, and sometimes that is just coming in and moving and it's not like laying on the floor, like sizzling yeah. at the end. Um, then that's awesome too, you know? Um, but really ultimately like every person that walks through that door, whether it is, and I can't ever take any credit at all for Dakota's success. Um, cause he's just that one percenter, um, who not only has like fortitude and grit, um, but he has like a phenomenal, um, physical ability, um, and he's strong and he's put in so much time and effort, but as a games athlete, you know, for him to come in and get what he gets out of the, the same programming that somebody who it may be day one, week one out of foundations who has not worked out in any point of their entire life or had any type of athletic um, background. Um, we see each person at point A and point Z and like, we don't determine their point Z. They do. They tell us like what their goal is and what they want to get from it. So if somebody comes in and says, I don't ever want to snatch in my entire life, I'm totally cool with that. You don't have to. I'm not going to force you to put a barbell over your head um, if you don't want to put a barbell over your head. And I think for us, that's been really cool because adopting that type of philosophy really early on is they, they have a, where they are and they have where they want to go. We'll help them figure out where they want to go. They may not know when they first come in. And so that's part of our job as coaches and as the owners is to help them figure out where they want to go. What, why are you here? Um, if you want to be here just because you want to look good, like you want to lose some weight, like you want to feel good and confident about yourself, that's awesome. If you're here because you just want a place that you can work out with people because you don't like, and you don't really have a goal. You just want to work out with people. That's cool. But we're going to help you figure something else out. So you can check those boxes along the way to make sure you're achieving that goal. If you want to get stronger, if you want to go do a Spartan race or you have some underlying like thing that you want to do and CrossFit's the catalyst for that. If you, if they want to be competitive and they want to do their first ever competition, like we want to help them go through the things that they need to go through in order to be successful in achieving that goal. Um, and for us, that's like the biggest win at the end of the day is as long as they're progressing through and they're, they're able to make what they're doing sustainable. Um, and they're able to be consistent in achieving that goal, then we're like, we're pumped. Like we, we feel like we really totally won. And if that means that they never get a ring muscle up in their entire life, we're cool with that too. Yeah. Holly, that is, that is awesome. And that's, that, that's such a great, great note to end on. Uh, you know, like, um, I, I really think that everyone who listened today, uh, really got a good understanding of like who, who you are, you know, who, who CrossFit coordinate is, and um, you know, and uh, you know, hopefully that uh, if they're, you know, like a lot of people out there listening to this are, are, are looking for the everything you just said, and uh, you you've got the solution to their problems, and uh, you've uh, you know the atmosphere and community you guys have formed are uh, you know a great place for people to. Uh, grow and prosper and uh, improve their life and uh, build, you know, um, uh, relationships uh, with those around them. So uh, now if someone wants to find you, uh, how, how can they find you? Um, the best place is we have, a, we have two methods to our website, um, www.getfitcarry.com or www.cfcoordinate.com. Um, and uh, on there, our emails are listed, um, our social media, things like that. We do have an Instagram account, which is CrossFit underscore coordinate. And we have a Facebook page. Um, I try to stay pretty active in posting pictures of members, what we're doing, what's going on. Um, just because I feel like pictures show a lot, um, can tell a quick little story. Um, and most of the time, you know, they're pictures of our members and like what, what we're up to. Um, as in terms of the gym, what, what the gym is up to, but those are probably the best ways. Uh, we used to have a phone number, but then I don't even honestly, like it just, we didn't really get a ton of like phone traffic. A lot of, a lot of our traffic is like drive by traffic or 
um, just inquiries via like the web. So okay, awesome. those are probably the best ways. Yeah. Awesome. And then uh, where where's the gym located at? Uh, we're located on um, 1010 and Penny Road, um, and technically we're in Cary. Um, we have a Cary address. It's, oh my gosh, I don't even know. The last time I said our address out loud. Um, oh my gosh, Mike, I can't think of my address. Um, I know. Yeah, I 11301 Penny Road. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's terrible. I was like, just completely drew a blank. I almost gave my home address. Uh, <laughs> Um, but yeah, and we're, we're really convenient. Like we're, we're located off of route one, um, and 64. So like, it's super, it's really easy to get to. Um, and so depending on what side of town you live on, um, it could be convenient to that. Uh, we're really close to lifetime fitness. Um, so we're like kind of in that like little bubble over there and then off of 1010 by night's play golf course. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, thank you so much for, we're coming on uh, i'll have to get you back on later in the year to nerd out over like a certain topic yeah but uh i know uh, you've got a zoom class to teach I right do. now and uh i just i just want to say thank you and um you know it's been a pleasure having uh, you on and uh guys um reach on out to holly i'm gonna t or put all their info in the show notes and um they're awesome people and uh, i'm sure they'd be great to talk with uh, to help solve your problems. So guys, thank you so much. This is Dr. Michael Tansini and uh, I'll catch you next time. Thanks, Mike. You're welcome, Holly. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Okay, guys, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you found the content useful. And I hope it helps you avoid an unneeded surgery uh, or an unneeded injection in the future. Now, in practice, my goal is to save 1 million active individuals from the unneeded surgeries, injections, and pain meds that they don't need while helping them stay active and performing the activities that they love to do. Now, guys, I cannot reach that many people all by myself. I really need your help. So if you like what you heard, please share this podcast with your friends, with your families, or with anyone who you feel really needs to hear it. By doing so, you may just save that person from an unneeded surgery or injection that they really do not need. If you're not following me yet on social media, find me on Instagram at drtank underscore dpt and on Facebook at ground to overhead physical therapy. Thanks for listening to the show today, guys. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it, and I look forward to seeing you guys here again next time on the Move With Tank podcast.